Welcome back to the First Intent Podcast. It is our final preview of the season, or the off-season, I suppose, and uh, it is the NFC South this week. It's been fun, Dave, hasn't it, doing all these? I'm Ross, by the way. Dave's here. Yeah, yeah, it's been real fun. It's uh, getting close now, isn't it? It is. The season's almost here. We're joined by a guest this week for the first time in a long time. It's the first time in anything on 2019. Our first guest is Mr. Simon Winstanley. Hello, sir. Hi there. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. You're welcome. Um, Steelers fan, but you come on to talk about the uh, NFC South. Yeah, sadly, uh, missed the podcast for the AFC North. Um, <laughs> although not that I really want to go into last season about that, so, <laughs> so, so that's okay. Yeah, it's fair enough. You've had a traumatic off-season as a Steelers fan. But, um, yeah, it's getting better. Yeah, Some of these teams should be fun to talk about. Anyway, let's start with the worst team, worst record in the uh, South last season. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 5-11 and they finished. Um, all change, though, this year. Bruce Arians in. Um some guys, some guys have gone. Um, some hype has definitely been thrown towards them for offensively this summer. Um, what do you make to their moves, Dave? They brought Devon White in as their first round pick. Yeah, I remember you liking him when we did our draft show. Yeah, I mean that pick in particular was just a I don't know, one of the easiest picks of the whole draft, really. You know, yeah. it's filled a need with the best player in that position at the right sort of spot in the draft. You know, I think that was just. The easiest pick for anyone to make. I don't think there's anyone, any need to even think about that one, you know, for them. Yeah. They've not made a, a, a ton of other moves, uh, Simon. So what do you think about Jameis Winston? Is it finally his breakout season? Yeah, he's the big question mark in the end. I think that's probably why they've brought Bruce Arians in. Yeah. Um, fancied him as a bit of a quarterback whisperer, but he needs to make a move this year. Otherwise, they're going to be looking in the draft next year, I think. Yeah. Um, he just he continues to be a bit of a problem for him, doesn't he? Um, you know, off the field, on the field, he throws maybe three interceptions a game. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, that's career, how it feels anyway. Career 88 touchdowns, but 58 interceptions. That's not good. Yeah, it's not great. Um, and it's funny because I remember when he came out, uh, we were all so, you know, filled with hype almost for that draft for him and Marcus Mariota and, and both of them have been <laughs> kind of a bit, a bit of a letdown. Yeah, so um, personally, do I believe in him? I'm not sure. Um, it's hard to say. He's not shown me anything that makes me believe it in it. And to be honest, I'm not sold on this offence. Mike Evans, he's had for a long time. And, yeah. uh, you know, what's he done with him? So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see on that one. Dave, pick the bones out of this running back room. Uh, Peyton Barber, Andre Ellington is a name that's still in the league, apparently. Ronald Jones as well. I mean, uh, what who knows, to be honest, because Jones is obviously the one that, uh, I guess, the pedigree. Is that, I don't know whether that's the best way to put it, but, you know, obviously, like, he was the pretty high draft pick for them wasn't he and yeah. it was basically just an absolute disaster of first year but I mean fantasy wise if you, if I had to pick one it's probably Barber I yeah, guess Barber's going around 15 and he's yeah. the de facto one isn't he at this point but Bruce does love Andre Ellington yeah imagine that <laughs> yeah imagine he, he breaks out but yeah I, I, it's hard to go it's hard to think any of them are going to be great but it does feel like one of them where one of them could emerge, but mm. yeah, I wouldn't like to. If it, I wouldn't like to make the call, really. You know? <laughs> Simon, you've got Mike Evans. Uh, he is a he's a stud wide receiver, even with Jameis mm. and what he's had to put up with. Um, Chris Godwin is the kind of the the, the hype's name this summer. Is he going to be the guy? Well, I think 
it's difficult, isn't it, when you've got Mike Evans sitting across from you. You're always going to be the number two. Um, it reminds me of like what Mo Sanu had to go through when he was across from AJ Green you know, with the Bengals. Um, I was thinking about this today because Mike Evans kind of reminds me of uh, AJ Green just in the way that he's sort of this kind of beast wide receiver that's trapped on a bad team. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I think he had a good season last year. I think he's probably going to continue with that this year, but it's going to be difficult to sort of get fed the way that he's going to want to if he wants to get paid. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Dave Bouchard Perriman's also there. That's got all that room, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, They'll be worried about their jobs, won't they, with Perryman, who's, who's been a star. I mean, I think, the, I think the one that is a star, like the sort of real breakout, could be OJ Howard, though. I think yes. he is. Yeah, big time. He, he's the one that really like interests me, I think. Cause... Can we finally just dismiss Cameron Brake now as a thing? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to dismiss him, you know? Like... We're in a league full of not great tight ends. I think yeah. Bray's still one of the better like, top like, yeah. 20, I guess. Still one of the best one-two punches. One of the best one-two punches yeah. in tight end, you know. It's... <laughs> if Bray was on a different team, I think he would be like... It'd be a tight end that was getting drafted in fantasy, you know. I think he would be <laughs> decent enough. But just Not that that's sort of like a real sort of credit to anyone, is it? That you're, you're a tight end that could get drafted in fantasy because there's some absolute dreadful players. But... Yeah, I, I don't mind Brakes, but yeah, season. Howard. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's a, just such a big year for this whole offense. There's a lot of players that need to have a big year, doesn't there? Yeah, uh, defensively, and Sue's been brought in um, to kind of play alongside Vita Vea, I suppose, in that defensive line. Um, it's kind of a lot of names that have failed to live up to hype previously on that defensive side of the ball. Anyone got any? Points about yeah. Any of those guys. yeah, I was looking at this today, and honestly, I was surprised by how uninspiring the, the pass rush is in yeah. this team. You know, you got an agent Dominic and Sue who seems to just go wherever he gets paid the most. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I suppose most players do that, don't they? But um, it's it's not great. You've got a Noah Spence, I think. Carl Nassi was cut by the, the Browns. Oh. Um, better at giving you some financial oh, advice, probably. But, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, not a great defense on the whole for me. I mean, Vernon Hargreaves, for example over a cornerback a really costly first round bust for them mm. um, yeah this was one of the things that surprised me when I was looking at it because you think about the offence a lot with the books in terms of how much they let down the team um, you know with Jameis but the defence is just really lacking in kind of any star power or, or if it is it's ageing star power yeah. I don't know what you guys think I don't want yeah. the same it's just in that bunch of names really but Devin White's the bright spot. I think he's a he's a good safe pick, and hopefully they can build around him and you know go from there. Yeah, Dave. Any more points on the uh, the Bucks? No, I think they're I think they're an interesting team point. to watch. I think they're more of a team that's sort of going to be interesting in terms of the storylines of the season, sort of more than sort of threatening the yeah. you know the, the the playoffs or anything like that. There, I think Winston's such a big story. Obviously, whether they move on from him or not, I think that's. I think that's sort of why they brought Arians in, really, isn't it? Just a one final push. Because I think the coaching has been terrible there. Yeah, and was not the guy, was he? No, and I think this is that final thing of this is what make or break. And I think that's the same for a few players on the offense and well, and the defense as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a big year for them. But they improve at five and eleven. I mean, it feels like that's around the mark, doesn't it? In a it tough division, right. yeah. And if they finish five eleven, does that keep Jameis in the job or is he gone? I mean, I think, plays. Yeah, I think he could play well and they could still only win five games. Well, no, yeah. I don't know about the defense, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. 
and say so I think you could they could be forgiven for not having that great a record in this division. I think they're one of those teams where performance probably matters a bit more than results in a lot of ways just for this season. Yeah, I don't no, think anyone's no, expecting yeah. too much from them, are they? Really? No. Yeah, it, it, it's low pressure. First season for Arians. People just want to see him succeed, don't they? People like Bruce Arians, so um, yeah, it is going to be more about seeing like more exciting football. Yeah, and he, he does feel like the right coach for Winston as well. Like, yeah, I hope so. If if a co- if any coach can get the best out of him, then it feels like it's going to be Arians. Yeah, a QB with a huge arm and a massive wide receiver and a huge tight end. That's a wet dream for Bruce Arians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, finishing third in division last year was the Carolina Panthers. They finished seven and nine after starting the season six and two. They hilariously crumbled. Um, losing the highlight to me was the loss to the Seahawks, um, which was featured on Hard Knocks, not Hard Knocks, uh, All or Nothing. Um, but yeah, they went on a was it a seven or eight game losing streak um, to really finish the season. Cam was injured. They tried their backups. They weren't very good. Um, this season, again, they've not really made much changes. Brian Burns was their first round pick, decent enough linebacker. But to replace someone of Thomas Davis's um, standard, do you think he can do that, Simon? Yeah, it's difficult. Thomas Davis is like such a legend, um, yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, you know, looking at this team, Luke Keekley, nobody, nobody uh, tries. And I don't know if you saw all or nothing. I'm, I'm guessing you did. Yeah. Um, that whole section of him, sort of um, reading the offense, no, no one does it like him. Um, but kind of similar. <laughs> sim- <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say, actually, I know you mentioned at the top about the all or nothing. Uh, your highlight was Seahawks. Um, who was it who started the uh, the loss run for the Panthers? Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it was it was TJ Watts hit on Cam's yeah, shoulder that kind was, of derailed yeah. that, that it was season. A dirty hit, by the way. But I, I, like <laughs> I don't it. know about that. I think it's pretty clean. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, to answer your question, I really don't know. It's a tough one. The, the defense, similar to the the, uh, the books, it is aging. Um, I mean, Ross Cockrell's a defensive back we used to have on the Steelers on second string. Yeah. That's not a good sign when Ross Cockrell's your third cornerback in every position. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's a struggle. Um, but but I hope so. I mean, I like the Panthers. It was a big surprise for me when I sort of saw the depth chart um, today when I was having a bit of a look at it. Um, just how light they are on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but yeah, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, they've added some players, Dave. Bruce, Ir- Bruce Irvin's there. Jerome McCoy's there. Uh, they've also got Dontario Poe as well, quite short. They've got some names on that defensive line. Mario Addison. How are they going to play all these guys? Seven-man front. I guess I guess having having that a few players does help, obviously. But again, it's, it's all about can, really, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think the defence... The defence is going to be decent enough I think it's just if, if Cam's healthy isn't it really like we saw yeah. anyone who watched all or nothing it was basically all because Cam, Cam got injured the yeah, team fell apart didn't the they ball, so yeah. yeah and yeah so much that, this whole season just rides on him for me I yeah. think I think the defence is going to be fine I don't think I don't think it's going to be sort of that the best Panthers defence we've seen in recent years but I don't think it's going to be like a liability or anything but yeah that offence could be if uh, Cam's yeah, that's struggling true. again all right, boys, you're drafting one in your fantasy drafts. Christian McCaffrey, are you taking him? No. Well, uh, really? <laughs> no? Uh, not for me. He's going to get a workload, isn't he? Because the receivers are not fantastic. They, they, this should be a breakout for Kurt yeah, Samuel. Yeah, he, he, he carries this team, in, in fairness. Uh, I, I just feel like he's an injury risk waiting to happen. He's had such a big workload over these last couple of years, hasn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, but have you seen his muscles, Dave? <laughs> yeah, but that almost almost like, worries me a bit. You know, so I'm bulking up so much. Like yeah, it doesn't it doesn't always look natural to him, does like for him, does it? But no, I'm not sure how he's gonna be run quite so effectively that side. I, I, for me, I would take a running back that we're gonna talk about in about ten minutes' time. I'd say <laughs> over him. I'll take Barkley over him. Uh, there's a couple of other players. Obviously, Elliot, if he was, if, if he knew he was gonna play, but yeah, yeah I think. Like I mean, I, I, at worst I'd take them at four. You know, it's not like I'm saying he's dreadful, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I just think I'd, I'd take them others over him. Really, <laughs> for this season, I'd, I I would take him one personally. I mean, last year he had he had nearly two thousand yards from scrimmage. I mean, he's uh, he's such a, a factor in the passing game. You know, almost like we've not seen since uh, Le'Veon Bell to be a homer to the Steelers again. Um, it's crazy. Receiving last year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, in fantasy, especially in like a, a PPR league or something, number one definitely. Yeah, oh, I could I could definitely see the argument for it. I do think like in real life he would benefit more from being you know what the um, Saints had when they had Kamara and Ingram. Yes. Like if he was a Kamara in yeah. that, I think yeah, it would help like a him. Yeah, Legrette Blunt type. Yeah, like I, I still don't understand how Anthony Anderson didn't work out a bit better there last year because yeah, to me it seemed like a perfect setup having them two running backs, but it just never seemed to get both on the field at the same time, but. Yeah, Back I think there now I suppose is Cameron Artis Payne. Cameron Artis Payne, yeah. Wow. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Receivers-wise, it's not that much better, I don't think. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, one of them's got a breakout, but Chris Hogan, Sam- 15's there, branded. <laughs> Samuel's the one, isn't it? He's all the hype is about Samuel. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit but, of hype money. Yeah, like I, I like him a lot. I think he's got a great chance to break out because we say someone has to, but. Mm. I mean, it's not an offense that's built to produce sort of great wide receivers, really, is it? No, Tory Smith's there. If that's tickled your fancy. <laughs> I mean, there's a chance that he could be all right. You know, <laughs> like like Ted Ginn was, wasn't he? There yeah. when them first couple of years of camp, Ginn was a star. But yeah. I mean, he's just a bloke who can run fast and <laughs> occasionally catch it. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't think you need to be that much more in that Panthers offense, really. I think for so long they tried to get these. I guess basically just like tight end slash wide receivers didn't they that could just catch anything that it didn't really work out for them yeah Yeah. Yeah. Kelvin Benjamin like none of them really worked out that great did they it helps when your quarterback's that inaccurate with his throwing that the guys have got seven foot wingspans I suppose (laughs) yeah (laughs) Greg Olsen's back is he he's got a healed foot well for a couple of games yeah I can't (laughs) see him playing too much no he's going undrafted in most leagues at the minute and he could be a good streaming option if he is fit but yeah he's uh, getting on a bit now as well Honestly, until about three weeks ago, I thought he had retired. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I, I, I thought he wasn't coming back. But yeah. is uh, is Ian Thomas draftable? <sighs> I had him on rosters last year, and it it wasn't great. <laughs> he feels a bit like that John U. Smith sort of yeah. stuff from last year with like Delaney Walker, you know, where it's like a bit of a hype about him. But I just can't really see him being great. But I think. Olsen has been great with Cam, hasn't he? So, I mean, if Thomas can be, then if Olsen is out a lot, then Thomas has got every chance to be, hasn't he? But, mm. I mean, if it's late, then yes, but he's not somebody I'd love, you know? Yeah, he's, he's, going, he's going around the time of people like Delaney Walker, and I'd take Walker every day over him, I think. Yeah, me too. They've got F.A. Abada yeah. on the defensive line. We like him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big, yeah. That was one of the best moments of all or nothing, the game when he came in. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Really happy for him. Um, they finished 7-9. Did they, did they better that this year? <sighs> it's oh. tough because I, I still think that they're the third best team in this division. Yeah. 
So I think an eight and eight is calling or something like that. And I was amazed. I read today uh, they haven't had a winning back to back winning season since the, the team was formed. Wow. Can you believe that for a wow. team like the Panthers? who, you know, you kind of see as like a contender every year almost. Yeah. Um, never had a back-to-back winning season. That is crazy, really. <laughs> like, yeah. Because they haven't had that many b- bad teams, have they? They've had, they tended to be a decent team. Yeah, I mean, they actually, they actually won the division three years in a row yeah, and no. still managed to keep that because, <laughs> because they finished 7-9-1 and one oh, and won yeah. the division. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're an interesting team because I think this division is up for grabs a little between... The three teams at the top. I think sort of a lot of this division, a lot of it is going to come down to who wins the games between them. You know, mm. I think yeah, they're, they're so important in this one. Those the opinions on the Saints we'll get to in a minute, but he's not. He's not high. <laughs> yeah. he's not as high as the bookies. Yeah, certainly. I, I heard that yeah. on your last podcast. Actually, I, I'm not sure about that. I think that, that it's a contender between the top two teams in this division. I don't think the Panthers are really in it. No, let's move on to the Falcons. They finished seven and nine also last season, but mainly just injuries absolutely destroyed their year. Um, yeah early on and it was an uphill battle from there there onwards basically they had some good performances and they haven't done a great deal again in free agency and the draft they drafted a guard in the first round and uh, a tackle in the first round that position has to improve and hopefully those guys get the job done yeah wasn't it a thing after that the draft that they were saying their whole like the whole line's first rounders now or something like yeah, that isn't it, it? Is, but, yeah. man <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Most of the Seahawks lines first and second rounders, and that's not great. Yeah. First round pick. Yeah. It's not, not always ideal, but I mean, yeah, they're a very interesting team. And yeah, last year was yeah, it's a weird one. Before the season even started, they basically lost like half the defense, didn't mm-hmm. they? So it was hard to really judge them on anything last year. But where do you put Matt Ryan, Simon, as a, um, I suppose, as a real life quarterback and also as a fancy quarterback? Fancy wise, he's up and down. <laughs> Yeah, he is. I had Matt Ryan, I think, two seasons ago in my league of record. Yeah. Um, and it was a very much an up and down proposition. Um, and, and I think it's kind of, uh, unlike the Panthers where Cam, you know, dictates this this team and this offense and, you know, the team almost goes the way Cam does. Matt Ryan seems to me like a top 10 quarterback consistently, but, but we never talk about him. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost as though... Exactly, yeah. You know, he was right up there with you know Ben and, and Drew in terms of the yardage contenders, um, and he often is. But and he's got a great set of receivers. I mean, probably the best in the league for me. Um, but we don't seem to talk about him. I don't know why you think that is. No, that's weird. Dave, what do you think to Matt Ryan? I guess the reason I don't talk about him is because he's just not really like he's not got that star sort of like. Charisma or anything, is he? Yeah. Don't hear anything. Yeah, he does, yeah. Doesn't wake, doesn't wake up feeling dangerous. No. In, in NFL, like quarterback times, he's quite boring, isn't he? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, he's not. Like, I don't think there's any real problem with that, you know. I just think he's never oh, no. going to be that big star. But I think he was like, was he like the second high scoring fantasy last year yeah, in terms of quarterbacks? Something like that. Fantasy-wise. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think he's one of them. Like, in fantasy, he's definitely somebody you could target and get a lot out of. But yeah, as you say, he's got such a good offense around him and. Jones is just going to rack up like 1,500 Jones yards without even really trying, isn't he? Like, you know, he's, yeah, just every year, isn't he? He's just so consistent. But the one thing with him, he just doesn't score quite enough touchdowns, I don't think. Yeah. So I think part of that is the offense and sort of part of why Ridley did score. How many? I don't know how he got last year, but I know a lot. Yeah. But part of that was because the defense are obviously concentrating on Julio. But yeah, I think that's the one thing about him. If he could add. Just a couple of touchdowns every year, but 
yeah, there's there's so much to like about the um, the Falcons and yeah, Julio got eight touchdowns to Ridley's ten, and also Sanu always pops up with a few as well. It's a it's a very potent offense. Um, yeah, where do you boys feel Devontae Freeman is coming into this season? Is he going to be the man? They've got rid of Tevin Coleman now. Ito Smith um, auditioned last year and in my eyes failed miserably. Yeah, I think. I think he is. I think he's going to have every chance to be the man. It's just whether he can handle that coming off. Well, was it hamstring, wasn't it? But it just seemed to like just linger on and on. So, if if he's fully healthy, I think he's probably a bit of an underrated back. A bit, a bit like Ryan, really. I guess in terms of running backs, so he doesn't really get talked about. Know, but going third round in most drafts, yeah. last year he did suffer knee injuries, groin surgery, and hamstring as well. It's not ideal. He's just, he's just not in a commit. He's just not in a committee, is he? I mean, he's he's clearly. The back for me, at least in in that team, yeah. like you said, I mean, who are you going to have? Eo Smith, yeah, uh, <laughs> Kenyon Barner. It's, yeah. You know, so I, I, he's had a bit of a down season last year, didn't he? And I think maybe even the season before that. But um, yeah, I've always quite liked Devonta Freeman. Yeah, Austin Hooper. He exciting any of you? I mean, again, in running in uh, tight end terms, yeah. But yeah. I think he's not a great player, but I think he's just a good solid tight end. Yeah. Compared to the other tight ends, you know. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, it was supposed to be a, a big year for Vic Beasley. He had a, he had a monster year in 2016, down year in 2017. Didn't really bounce back last year. Just five sacks. Not um, kind of the guy they expected him to be. Is he the, the piece they build a defense around? Yeah, I need to get him going, don't we? Um, sort of him and, and Tat McKinley. Um, it's difficult because, like, what is he? Three years in now. Uh, um, this is fourth, I think. So this is his fourth season. So they've got to make a decision on his option. Or oh, have they already done that? Uh, yeah, I don't this know. is his fifth season, sorry. He's going into his fifth season. Oh, really? Oh, okay, right. Well, so I, I mean, I, all I've heard is that they kind of want to build the, the defence around it, but I don't know if he's really proven that, you know, he's worthy of that. Or, hmm. um, But the rest uh, the rest of the defence for me um, looks really, really good. Um, yeah. Especially straight down the middle. You've got Grady Jarrett, um, Dion Jones, who's an inside linebacker I, I really like. Hmm. Um and the pair of safeties that got injured really early on last year, um, yes. Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen, um, really, really good. Um, so a lot to build around, a lot to like in that defense. And if Fit Beasley comes back and, and you know shows something of the flashes that he showed a few years ago in Super Bowl season, um, you've got to like this defense. Yeah, they've built a very Seahawks-esque um, Super Bowl yeah. defense that Dan Quinn obviously really familiar with. And yeah, you mentioned the safeties there, They're, and uh, Dion Jones, middle linebacker. They've that's a really hard hitting, solid defense. Um, David, are they going to improve on seven and nine? I think so. I think like nine and seven, ten and six, somewhere around there. I guess. It's, yeah. But they do have the potential to be better than that. I think it's one just four last season, which is all down to the injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could like last year. It's hard, hard to really take anything from that, is there? Really, there was nothing, nothing much there last year because they were just before the season was started. It was just over. Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't good, but. Yeah, they're definitely. I think mean, they're definitely a sneaky contender. Yeah, so I'm an improvement. Yeah, I agree. I think over seven and nine, maybe sort of ten and six, maybe maybe that's really high. Um, but I think I do think they'll just go back to the um, the form that they were in a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. Um, one one last question on you for for the Falcons. Um, so Dan Quinn, if they do have a down season again, is he gone? Is he is he on the hot seat? I don't think so. Because I think they can kind of write think, off last year because of the injuries. I think it depends how they would fail, you know. Like mm. I think it's quite easy to 
blame it on the coordinators and stuff there, isn't it, right now? Mm. Especially that offensively. I think they can... Yeah. I think you'd be wondering where the coordinator goes and then maybe Quinn follows the year after. But, yeah, for me, I think it'd be that route more than him going. The Falcons fired the offensive, defensive and special teams coach last year, (laughs) which is the first time that anyone had done that in years, so... And it felt fair as well, didn't it? It was uh, <laughs> at least offensively because yeah, <laughs> did not work out, did he? Really? No, not at all. Um, finishing last season at thirteen and three was the New Orleans Saints. They of course got to the NFC Championship game and uh, lost. Um, <laughs> depending on what you feel about that call at the end, they uh, they did lose the game in in history. Um, there's still a lawsuit going on, so I don't know if yeah, we can yeah. say that. They might, they might end up winning that game. Who knows? <laughs> um, they kind of—they've not really signed a great deal of paper. They've signed Malcolm Brown, who was uh, one of your boys, Dave. Um, three years, fifteen million dollars. Um, Latavius Murray to replace Mark Ingram uh, and Jared Cook. Uh, two years, fifteen million dollars. They've lost Mark Ingram. They've lost Benjamin Watson. Um, yeah, kind of the same. Uh, Max Unger retired, which could be the biggest loss all season. Is Drew Brees still the man, Dave? Um, Forty years old now. For me, I think he. I think he's been overrated coming to the year. Yeah. Well, not overrated is the wrong way of putting it. I think. I think people were dismissing that end of the season he had, where he did like he did look like he just lost something and. I mean, there's a re- he, he was like cruising for the MVP at one stage, I think. And there's a reason Mahomes end up winning it. Yeah. And I, like to me, I just don't think you can dismiss someone at his age that sort of drop off. And I don't really see any reason why he'd change much this year. Um, yeah, I I, I, str- I would struggle to pick the Saints this year as a as a Super Bowl winner. We're currently second favourites with the rookie, seven to one, behind just your Patriots. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a few teams I would take over the Saints right now yeah but I, I feel like I feel like I'm in the minority on that pick with the Saints because <laughs> I just don't I just don't yeah I just struggle with them I, there's so I think there's a few red flags with them and yeah I'm just not Breeze being the big one for me we'll get on I to this, the, um, the, the running backs in a second but a red flag is that receiving core outside of Michael Thomas it's just a bunch of guys Ted Ginn is as old as time isn't he now 35 years old Still fast as hell. He is, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> still do that. Trayvon Smith had a couple of games where he looked like he could be the next in line, but you've got to see more from him than that. It feels like they've always sort of been that, though, through Bruce's time. Mm. They might have one receiver, but they seem to struggle to get a real group together. But, yeah, so I guess Smith's the hope for them, isn't he, that he breaks out. Does Jared Cook, Simon, does he come and take a lot of those targets and help out Michael Thomas? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you certainly hope so. Um, for a year, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, where do you come from? From Oakland? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, there was nothing going on there, was there? No, he got uh, <laughs> six touchdowns last year. Which is which is a nice season. Um, you, you've not heard much from him, you know, because he was stuck in Oakland last year. But you certainly hope that that's a big ad for them because um, they they didn't have a lot there uh, otherwise. Um, but Michael Thomas, what a stud! Yeah, Michael think, Thomas for me is one of the biggest upcoming guys. I think me and Dave have said before we we both have him as our number one receiver in the entire league, and they've paid yeah. him as such sixty one million guaranteed on a five year hundred million dollar contract, highest uh, paid wide receiver in history, and the first non quarterback offensive player to get over a hundred million. That's um, they're fully on board with us. 
Um, yeah, and they should be, yeah. Yeah. I, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head with the Saints, though. My my Super Bowl pick is Kansas uh, against the Saints. Um, I, I probably have the Chiefs winning that, but um, the Saints for me, the, the the real difficulty with them is Drew Brees, um, because if he you know plays what the, the Drew Brees that we expect, then this team is for real. Um, all the way through the depth chart, but uh, if he does fall off, I mean, remember, remember Peyton Manning, how quickly he <laughs> fell off the cliff. If we have that kind of situation, then you know we could be looking at a team that's in trouble. And how sad, how sad would that be? You know, a team that sh- probably should have got to the Super Bowl two years in a row just to be let down by the you know all-time quarterback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is it all on Thomas and Kamara, then, Dave? I think so. I think Kamara is. Are you taking it's incredible, him isn't it? I mean, I'm still taking Barkley, yeah. but uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind taking Kamara. You know, it's I, I, he's just got everything, hasn't he? Mm. He's uh, so good, and yeah, Ingram's gone now, so but I don't, I don't think Murray's going to have anything like the role that Ingram had. No, I think Murray's just there for kind of third downs almost because he won't even yeah. get goal handler, I don't think, because that's all Kamara's. Yeah, and like there is a stat. Like about Murray, where like the Saints like running back to was is like crazy good scoring, but I think that's sort of been partly down to the players they've had. You know, I think they've had good, just a good group of running backs over the years. You know, that when they're going back, they had like Sproles and um, is it Thomas they had there? I can't think, I can't think, yeah, but you know, yeah, they had like a good group like the whole way through and up to Ingram and Kamara. And I just don't think, I don't think Murray's quite that player, but yeah, I think Kamara, I think he's going to be just one of the biggest stars this year i think he's yeah him and thomas are just incredible too you could easily argue that they're two the two best players at their positions and on the same team you know a bit like the Cedars had a couple of years ago with uh brown and bell in a good way you know like you could have argued that time they had the best players at their positions i think yeah you guys you make the case for the saints having that now yeah that's a really good point <laughs> Um, Don't make me bring up Seahawks memories. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Super Bowl against the Patriots. Oh, oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't going to do it. Uh, oh, so they went 13-3. Moving on. Um, are they going to? You, you obviously don't think they're finishing the same record, Dave. Are they still in the uh, double-digit wins? Uh, yeah, like uh, they, they always have to be. Again, it. It just comes down to Breeze, doesn't it? If he yeah. is that player and he keeps it up, then they're going to win. Like eleven at minimum, aren't they? Really, it's hard to see him win this and that. But that—that's where all my doubts come. Really, it's all on all about Breeze. As you say, as you mentioned, Manning, he did just fall off a cliff, and I know there were signs there. But yeah, he's, he, if if he if he can still do it for the whole season, then yeah, they're very much a contender. But if he can't, then yeah, they're struggling. You know, <laughs> even with all them players, they're struggling, aren't they? It's, just such a super position. Quarterback. Yeah. The defense yeah. is finally there as well. You know, um, they don't need to get into shootouts to win every game anymore. No, so all right. he needs to do is just be good enough, like like Peyton Manning was that season when they yeah. kind of carried him right to the end. Mm. Yeah, if it, if it was like if someone in the season of the Saints wins MVP, it probably should end up being Kamara if they're going to be good. You know, <laughs> like I feel like he, if he has a crazy good season, then they could just ride him. They don't need you say you don't need Breeze to be. Amazing, just do enough and sort of put him more on uh, Kamara. But yeah, he can easily yeah. dump balls off to um, Kamara in the flats, can't he? And just uh, let him let him go to work. Like sort of almost do what the Rams did last year. You know, yeah. like it was Gurley, wasn't it? And Goff was the sort of second reason. And even like a uh, weekend breeze can beat Jared Goff, can't he? And 
do sort of what he did. Yes. Um, Sam, you've got them going to the Super Bowl, so I've got them. I'm assuming you've got them winning, unless they're wildcarding it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd have them winning this division. Um, like you say, it is all on Drew Brees. If he falls off a cliff, you could also see it going the other way, and they could have a losing record, or, or you know, who even knows. But um, if we assume that Drew Brees is the Drew Brees we know, I'd see him going 13 and 3 again. There you go. The bookies have got them at 7 to 1, if you fancy any of that. Just second favourites to the Patriots. Um, there we go. That is all of our divisions previewed with three weeks ago in the season, <clears throat> or maybe two or one, depending on when we get these podcasts out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you if you've listened to all of them. We really appreciate the numbers that we've been getting on our new hosting service of Anchor. You can, of course, uh, if you download the app, you can send us voicemails, and we can play them straight onto the show, And uh, which we think we might do a lot of for our um, community sections during the season. <clears throat> and also, if you want to do your own podcast, if you're a, a Steelers fan, for instance, Simon, you want to do a Steelers podcast on the First and Ten Network, that's something we can provide for you. Um, we want to eventually get thirty-three podcasts um, every week, which is quite a lot. And that'd be that'd be great to have though as well in the UK when it like a network, you know. I mean, everyone's got a, a fan group, so why not? Exactly. We've 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 tweeted them all about all them all summer long. Um, if you want a podcast <laughs> on your team, let us know. Get in touch with us. We'll help you. We'll edit shows for you. We'll upload them for you. Just you got recorded. That's it. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, Dave, where can they do that? Um, on Twitter, we're at first and ten underscore, and on Facebook, we're just first and ten. Well, I'm on Twitter at Rossbell1984. You can tweet me, and uh, if you want to get involved with this uh, UK NFL podcasting, um, Dave is at DJG23. Uh, Simon, what are you? Uh, I'm at Cy wrote this. Okay. Um, so yeah, feel free to shout abuse at me at how much you hated me joining in with these two. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll do that. We're an artist. <laughs> And if people are listening, you're one of the most active guys on the uh, NFL UK pages. You're always uh, <clears throat> in there with an opinion or two. So yeah, I'm always in and about, you know, on Facebook. I also run um, the second largest UK uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan group, um, <laughs> unofficial. The other one is kind of like a little bit more like official and official, if you know what I mean. So so we're yeah, just kind of run yeah. by a few guys that you know we're a close knit community. So yeah, um, UK Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly, yeah. UK Pittsburgh Steelers fan group, we're having a meet-up as well, um, just for some of the long-time members, so we're going to meet up next week for the first time, um, so that'll be good as well. Oh, nice. Good job. Well, I think, Dave, until we do our fantasy preview, um, and before week one arrives, uh, that's it for this week, so it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. And goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>